BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie. Don't ask me why I repeat that every single week. I just don't know how else to get myself in the zone. Because I know right before my music starts, it says... Welcome to the Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. But I just repeat it. I don't know why. Anyway, I'm solo this week. Again, I'm usually solo, but last week I had the wonderful pleasure of sitting down with Meg from Post Accessories. And based on the feedback I got from that episode, you guys are just as in love with her as I am, which is great news because she will be back. She may not know that yet, but Meg, if you're listening, you're coming back on. So you might just want to might want to plan for that. I said this right, or I said this at the beginning of last week's episode, but we had never met until about two minutes before that recording started. And since then, I have not stopped talking to her. I I talk to her all day, every day. She's just as cool as you think she is. And I feel lucky that we are now friends. So this week, we have actually quite a bit to get through. Let me give you kind of a table of contents uh, just some chit chat at the beginning. I got to tell you guys a few things. We're going to get into the ick. That's what our main, that's what our question of the week was. What gives you the ick? And we will talk about what the ick is. We've got a, oh, we've got a dum-dum club check-in before all of that. And then we're going to end with some questions that you guys had for me. First off, happy December. We are now in Christmas territory or whatever you celebrate in December. We are in December holiday territory. And I mean, I know it's not as magical this year. I wish it felt more magical because I love Christmas. I love all of the Christmas traditions. Cookies, gingerbread houses, Christmas pajamas, advent calendars, all of it. I love Christmas so much. And this year does kind of feel like a bummer. And that's totally fine. We're not, we don't have to pretend that this is like the best Christmas ever. I don't have a themed Christmas episode today, but we will do some holiday-centric episodes in the next few weeks. Uh, What else was I... Oh my gosh. Okay. I wanted to tell you guys about what we're watching lately. First of all, we're in the middle of a Star Wars marathon. I'm having some confusing feelings for Anakin Skywalker, and I will work through that on my own time. But also, if you guys have not watched The Undoing, oh my gosh. It's on HBO, maybe Amazon Prime, but our HBO and Amazon Prime are like one thing. You guys have to watch it. It's been on my mind nonstop for five weeks. 
it is the only, it's only six episodes and there's just one season. I think it's based on a book, but I committed to not reading spoilers, even though I am, I'm a spoilers reader and I don't like that about myself, but it bugs me not to know things. I did not read spoilers for this and I was literally on the edge of my seat until the very last moment. It's got Nicole Kidman in it, Hugh Grant. I just loved it so much, so much so that I needed to talk about it here, that if you have not watched it, please go watch it. I, uh, I'm deciding, I'm trying to think if it's better than Big Little Lies or on the same level. I love Big Little Lies and all of the women in Big Little Lies are kind of unbeatable. Laura Dern, it is hard to beat Laura Dern, but I would give The Undoing a very close second. And it's kind of that same, it has a very similar vibe, I would say. And by similar vibe, I mean Nicole Kidman plays a very rich wife in a relationship with abuse and for some reason, graphic sex scenes. I don't know why Nicole Kidman, I don't know if that's like in her contract or if maybe they took a page out of Big Little Lies book, but they were like, listen, if you add in Nicole Kidman getting railed, it's probably going to be 10 out of 10. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to keep that in or not. Oh, sometimes I say things and I hope that your kids aren't listening because they could spark some serious conversations. And I don't want to be the one to give your kids that talk. I mean, if you want me to, I will, but it's not really on my to-do list today. Okay, so we watched The Undoing. Oh, I got four new piercings this week. That has kind of consumed my week. I got four piercings in my ears. Well, two on one side, two on one side on my cartilage, two on one side on my lobes. And I just wanted to share some knowledge that I've realized. So I keep getting my ears pierced and they keep getting infected and I keep having to take them out. Seriously, every single time I've gotten like anywhere but my lobes pierced, I have had to recruit Matt in the middle of the night to get pliers to get my earring out. I don't know what's going on. I was like, are my ears super sensitive? You guys, I've been cleaning my piercings with rubbing alcohol. You are not supposed to do that. I thought that that was the only way to get your ears to heal, but it doesn't do that. It makes them worse because it dries them out, which keeps them from healing. And then sometimes they crack open and then they get infected. They bleed. You're supposed to clean your piercings with saline. I know you all learned this at Claire's when you were like four years old, but I didn't know. So I want to share this knowledge with you that if you go to get your ears pierced or you go, you use my discount at the place I went clean your ears with saline for, with like contact solution. I have had literally no problems with my piercings. They are, there was like a little bit of bleeding the day I got them, but that's because they used a hollow needle. So usually there's a little bit of bleeding and I have like less pain than ever. I've been sleeping. Like normally if I get my cartilage pierced, anybody who, anybody will tell you this if they have that pierced, it's sore for a long time and it's definitely sore, but I've been sleeping on it and I've had no problems. It's crazy. So uh, I just wanted to share that because I'm dumb and I know a lot of you guys are dumb. So there's that. While we're on the topic of being dumb, let's talk about our Dumb Dumb Club check-in. I feel like we haven't done these in a few weeks. I just have a handful of them that were sent to me that I want to tell you guys about. Okay, so first dummy, she says she barely, just barely learned that first world problems, <laughs> she thought first world problems meant first life as opposed to afterlife problems. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know how, like, I, I have said this before, but I go through and I try and figure out how you guys landed on that. Like how you heard of first world problems and you were like, yes, that must mean first life 
as opposed to when we die, there's second life. Not really sure there. Uh, somebody learned that Paw Patrol, the little kids show, is in fact not Papa Troll. And to be fair, like if you're not watching it and you're not seeing the merch, it would make sense because I'm pretty sure that the dad in the Trolls movie is named Papa Troll. So I get it. Oh, I learned this this week. Hay bales? Hay bales? Did I say that right? I always think I'm saying it backwards. Hay bales of hay. You guys, did you know that they are green on the inside? The only color or the only part that is like straw colored, like tan, is the outside. If you cut them open, they are bright green. How crazy is that? I saw it on a TikTok. That's usually where I get most of my information. Next Dumb Dumb Club merch, or <laughs> I have merch on my outline. Next Dumb Dumb Club submission. I learned this from this email. Cobwebs and spiderwebs are the same thing. Spiderwebs are just actively being used and cobwebs are abandoned. I thought cobwebs were just dust. Turns out they are actually just old spiderwebs. Next one. Oh, this one I feel like I learned maybe like in high school. She learned that Louboutin, like the shoes, red bottoms, Louboutin, are not the same thing as Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton is a different brand. But, you know, I definitely had a period of time where I thought this. And I just, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm here to validate that that is not that weird. Um, okay, and here's a little Christmas-themed one. Somebody learned this year that reindeer are real. Reindeer are not fictional. They actually exist. I don't know where. I think they're in cold climates, like the Arctic poles. Is that a thing? Are they called the poles, the North Pole and the South Pole? I think that, oh my gosh, I can't even, I can't work this out on the podcast because then I'm probably going to say something stupid, but I'll Google it later, okay? Reindeer are real. She thought they flew after she learned that they were real. So reindeer are real. Magical reindeer are not real. Okay, so I have merch on my outline because I need to update you guys on merch. So the Dum Dum Club sweatshirts are not going to be restocked as of right now. I'm not saying never, but just for the foreseeable future, future, they will not be released. I have new merch coming. It's not really merch. I have new stuff coming in January. I was hoping to have it done before Christmas, but just with COVID and shipping and my printer and all of that, it just is not looking like I will make it in time. I, yeah, I didn't want to release them before Christmas and have you guys thinking that you could get them in time for Christmas and then having that not work out. So I have two launches in January, one at the beginning and one at the end, which is honestly, I keep thinking January is so far away. It's like three weeks away. So those will be coming soon. Keep an eye on my Instagram. And I think that does it for announcements for this week. Oh, of course, please go subscribe, rate, review. I usually say that at the beginning, but here it is now. So if you have not done that, please do it on Apple Podcasts. I get questions on if Spotify has a review system. I don't think so. I've never seen one. Please let me know if I'm wrong, but I don't think there is one. So Apple Podcasts is the best way to do it. And I so appreciate every single review. I do read the negative reviews. I care about this podcast a lot. So any negative re review, 
I take into account, I mean, if it's like actual suggestions, if it's constructive criticism, some of the mean reviews are just like telling me I'm stupid, which is fine. But I just really appreciate any review, positive or negative. I mean, the negative ones do make me cry, but I try and keep a good perspective and let them help the podcast rather than discourage me, which is not easy, but I'm working on it. So let's get into the question of the week that I had for you guys. So we are talking today about the ick. We did an episode, well, it was my very first episode, I think. It's called Hating and Dating, where I asked you guys petty reasons that you stopped liking somebody. Yes, the ick kind of qualifies as just a petty reason to stop liking somebody, but the ick is is more specific, okay? The ick is that moment where the person you like or the person you're casually dating does something that makes you cringe so badly that from there on out, you can no longer date them and you cringe at pretty much everything else they do. A lot of times, unfortunately, it's just normal human behavior, but there's something about it that just turns you off. I got a, a DM back to it that said, or back to my weekly question because I said, it's a red flag that's not really a red flag. And somebody said, well, if it makes you not like them, then it's a red flag, which I agree with. You shouldn't have to put up with things that bug you, even if they are petty or small. But the ick is also used for something else. If you are having a hard time getting over somebody, picture them doing your ick and it will help you get over them. I don't know why, but it just does. I feel like real red flags usually are rooted in like mental or emotional trouble. You know, we all know red flags like people. I got let me tell you what the ick is not. Okay, I got a submission that said the guy I was dating kicked a dog. Like what? Okay, Michael Vick, that is an actual red flag. That's not an ick. If somebody kicks a dog and all you do is cringe, mm, you give me the ick. How about that? So the ick is much more refined and everybody has their own. My earliest memories of an ick were when my seventh grade crush got a haircut. You know, you know, when they get a haircut and they just don't look, they don't look the same. But that was compounded by the fact that the same day he ran to lunch with his backpack on. I just couldn't do it. Where is he now? Probably prison. Running with a backpack on is one of those things that nobody looks coordinated when they do it. It's like throwing a Frisbee. Like it just looks awkward no matter what. It's very dehumanizing. <laughs> okay, but let's get into some other icks that you guys had. They are icks are right up my alley because I love knowing insanely specific details about people. Like if you tell me your icks, I I feel like I could probably pinpoint like three specific traumas you suffered as a teenager. So you know the drill. Time to dig in to your icks. Somebody said SpongeBob on anything they own. SpongeBob merch. Yeah, it does. It almost teeters into an actual red flag. But honestly, like cartoons in general, adult cartoons, no, no. Rick and Morty, South Park, Simpsons, whatever. I I cannot do it. Vulgar cartoons, just like my brain does not compute. It's like if I bought a baby onesie that just had the F word on it. Like they just should not be together, those two things. It just doesn't belong. Uh, next. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay. Uh, singing in the car, but trying to sing good and seeing if the people around him notice. 
I get this ick with friends more than I got it with people I was dating. Like if a friend wanted to show off her singing voice, I was confident things were not going to work out between us. So if a guy I was dating did this, I, I would... If we were on the freeway, if we were going under 50 miles an hour, I would jump out of the car. Over 50 miles an hour, I would wait till it came to a stop. But either way, I would GTFO. Like, what's worse? Okay, hear me out on this situation. You're playing heads up. You know, the game where you put the phone on your forehead and the people try and explain something to you. So there's that one part of the game where you can do songs and the people have to like hum a tune and you're supposed to guess what song they're humming. I hate when people take that way too seriously. When they're like getting throaty and like they try and sound like Christina Aguilera and they're like humming and they're hoping that somebody in the room will be like, you have a really good voice. Like that's what they're going for. That gives me the ick. Absolutely. Okay, a very common one that you guys submitted to me. You said, when he talks rude about his family, especially his sisters or his mom. This is not an ick. This is an actual red flag. <laughs> Other actual red flags that were submitted to me. Commenting on your weight. People were like, doesn't that just give you the ick? No, that makes me that makes me mad. I, I'm not cringing. I'm upset. And poor hygiene. A lot of people were like, it just grosses me out when they have poor hygiene. I view poor hygiene as an actual red flag. Like somebody said that their boyfriend only occasionally brushes his teeth. That should not be an occasional occurrence. That should be a daily routine, a twice daily routine, maybe even three times. If any hygiene procedures are being done periodically and not daily, like brushing your teeth or taking a shower or wearing deodorant or, I don't know, washing your face, if any of those are few and far between, I consider that a crimson, crimson red flag. Okay, another ick though. Oh, okay. I read this one and I typed it into my outline and I honestly can't even read it because, oh, it just, oh, it grosses me out so bad. So she said that he ate a salad and then, oh, and then drank the bottom of the salad, like the, the, the water that came off the lettuce and it was mixed with like dressing. No, this is, no, this is a hate crime. That is a hate crime. If you do that, please consider therapy, consider hypnosis. That is beyond an ick for me. That is that is criminal behavior. Okay, I have to move on because I can't even think about that. Next ick, picturing him Googling lyrics and trying to memorize the song. I feel extremely called out. Okay, I do this. I do this. I really like to memorize songs. I I did not know that I was probably giving people the ick when I did this. Although I do take a lot of pride in how many songs I have memorized, especially Bombs Over Baghdad by Outkast. I know every single word. Look it up. It's impressive. But after reading people's icks, I was thinking about how many I do. The ick definitely is different when you're married as opposed to when you're casually dating. Because when you're casually dating, it can really talk you out of staying with somebody. But when you're married, you just say it to each other's face. Like, I hate, I hate Matt's sneeze. It makes me so mad. I don't know. Like, when we were dating, I swear his sneeze was not as loud as it is now. But now every time he sneezes, it is so, so loud. It wakes me up. But... 
we're married and I love him. And instead of, of getting grossed out, I just tell him that I want to kick him in the face and then we move on. Okay, next ick. Where are we? Oh, sorry. I lost my place. Okay. If they only sleep with one pillow on their bed sociopath absolutely but wait I only sleep with one pillow I have other pillows on my bed like when I make the bed we have like eight pillows but I only sleep with one the only time I sleep with two pillows is when I have to have my head elevated a little bit because I get heartburn in the middle of the night and I thought I had like some heartburn disease because I was like this is happening a lot it's weird so I talked to it I went to a doctor and I was like I get heartburn a lot at night and she was like okay, well, what are you eating before bed? And I was like, well, sometimes I eat nachos. Sometimes I have a full sleeve of saltines. And she was like, I don't think you have a disease. I think you just eat really bad things right before bed, which checks out because I do only consume beige foods or khaki, as most of you call it. Khaki, beige, taupe. I stand by it. Those are the most delicious foods. I try and mix in a green or a red every now and then, but beige foods reign supreme. Okay, next ick. Chanting at a football game. I'm going to add to this referring to sports teams as we. Why I hate this so much. I I hate it so much that I've probably already talked about this, but I hate when people are talking about a sports team they like and they're like, if we could just strengthen up our defense, we would be, I'm like, you're not on the team. You probably don't need to be referring to them as we. Also calling athletes by their first names. Like you don't know them unless you personally have their phone number. You don't need to call them by their first names. Going back to chanting at a football game, somebody said their ick was that the guy they were dating tried to start a chant at a football game and nobody joined in. Can you imagine being on a date with the guy who tries to start the wave? Oh, I would never recover. Okay, next. Okay, this was a very common answer, but it's because it's in anything you've seen about the ick, any TikTok, meme, tweet, whatever, this is what they reference. So a lot of you guys were submitting them or submitting this answer, watching somebody chase a ping pong ball. I agree. I agree with all of them. It is very shameful. Chasing a ping pong ball is, it's it's very degrading. <laughs> um, and uh, oh, I just remembered an ick. Okay, I just remembered one of mine. So one time, I went on a date. Well, I okay, we were dating. It was my boyfriend. I just, I didn't want to say it was my boyfriend because I didn't want to admit that I had bad taste, but it was not a casual date. It was my boyfriend. But I look back on this and I definitely, I get the X. So we went to see Moneyball in theaters. And at the end of Moneyball, there's this story or there's like this scene where they talk about this guy who got up to bat. He hit the ball and then he ran to first base and he tripped and he thought that he was out. But then when he stood up, he had actually hit a home run. It's like this meaningful story, whatever. So a couple days later, we went to a baseball game on a date. And yeah, I know people think I'm really into baseball dates, I think, because my dad played professional baseball. But it's really like not my date of choice. But for some reason, we went on like eight baseball themed dates. So we were at a baseball game. And he leaned over to me and he was like, so one time I was watching ESPN. And I saw this guy hit the ball, and then he tripped on first base. And when he stood up, he had actually hit a home run. He told me that story as though he thought of it. And I was like, that's from a movie that we saw together three days ago. So let me tell you everything that's wrong with this. 
either one, he remembered that that had not happened to him, but he told it anyways, which means he's a liar. Or two, he could not deduce where that story came from. I was like, your brain is broken. Like if you cannot trace that we learned about that together, I'm I'm a little bit worried. Okay, next. Next? Did I just say that with an A? Recording a podcast, you guys, it really, you really have to face the words that you say incorrectly and it hurts my ego every single time. So next, seeing sauce on the corner of their mouth after a meal. You want to know what else goes hand in hand with this? When somebody takes a bite of something and they leave like soggy part, like, okay, say somebody takes a bite of pizza. Where the bite mark is, the two corners that like went to the back of their teeth, if they come out and they're like all soggy, I know that is just human. That's not their fault that they have saliva in their mouth that made their pizza soggy, but it gives me the willies. So I can't stand behind that. Uh, do, 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 do. Sorry, I keep losing my place, which is why I'm taking so long. Oh, ordering mayo on a breakfast sandwich. I take issue with the thought that mayonnaise and scrambled eggs are on the same thing. I don't like, I don't like, well, mayo, mayo is iffy. The older I get, the more weirded out by mayo I am. But especially combined with, with scrambled eggs, I hate more than one squish factor in a meal. So I can't do eggs and avocado. That's too much. That's too much squish for me. So mayo on a breakfast sandwich. Breakfast sandwiches don't need sauce. I know sometimes people do like sriracha or like something like that. That I understand. But mayo, no, 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 no. It doesn't need that. I, I agree. I would be supremely grossed out if the guy I was dating ordered mayo specifically on a breakfast sandwich. Okay, this one I had never thought of, but I stand by it. If it icks you out, then you don't have to defend yourself. But she said he used his top teeth and bottom lip to make the mmm noise rather than his two lips pressed together. So do this with me. Normally, when you say mmm, you would just close your mouth, right? Mm-hmm. But she said that he took his top teeth, put them over his bottom lip and said, mmm, mmm. Are you doing it with me? I don't know how that's going to sound over your speakers, but if that icked her out, I mean, I had never thought of it, but I'm here to support it. Next, when he thinks that liking Chipotle is still a quirky personality trait. Well, let's get it out in the air that Chipotle is the worst. Chipotle is not good. I'm pretty sure I've gone over this, whether it was on Instagram or on a different episode. Chipotle is the worst. I saw a tweet that said Chipotle tastes like it went through the dishwasher. And I wholeheartedly agree. I feel like a lot of people thought it was cool to say that they liked Chipotle before there was a Chipotle in their city. Like I'm in Utah and we recently got, well, it's not very recent, but like in the last maybe five years, 10 years, I don't know. I hate when people tell me that their favorite restaurant is something that's not near them or not in the state. Like your favorite restaurant. Your favorite restaurant is one that you only go to once every three years. That's not true. It's not. Your favorite restaurant is one that you go to a lot. That's what I consider a favorite. Sure, the best meal you ever had was out of state, but don't tell me that your favorite restaurant is like Whataburger when you don't have one in your state. You're just trying to be quirky. I don't like I don't like attempts at being quirky. Next up, political merch. Okay. You will never catch me wearing political merch. I'm sorry, even if it's a political candidate, 
I agree with. What is it with with political merch? It has it's been recent, I think, in the last uh, I'm going to estimate in the last four years, and that's just random. That has nothing to do with anything in particular. But I don't get it. They are public servants, and they have t-shirts and shoes and flags and decals. No, they are not an athlete. Even even overly doing sports teams merch is too much for me. But when it's a politician, I mean, I'm I'm not going to name names, but it tends to be more prominent with certain political figures. That's all I'm going to say about that. Next, when he, oh, swear word edits. I hate this. I hate the word shiz. I hate it. Just say shoot. You don't need to, you don't need to swear. I'm not saying I hate it because I just wish you would swear. I just, there's something about the word shiz. Unless it's in reference, reference, unless it's in reference to shiz university, which is in the masterpiece we all know as Wicked. That's what their school is called. Unless that's what you're talking about, I don't want to hear you say shiz. Just say crap, just say shoot, just say trash. There's a million other words that are way better than shiz. Next. Oh, this one. Kissing family members on the mouth. I actually got a DM, I think last week, where a girl said, I really like this guy, but he's extremely affectionate with his siblings. I mean, there's definitely levels that go from like, not worrisome all the way up to insanely major red flag. So it depends where they fall on that spectrum. I would never, ever, 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 ever in a million years consider kissing a sibling of mine on the mouth. I wouldn't even, I don't even do two-armed hugs. We do like side hugs maybe, but I also come from a family with a lot of boys. I feel like usually when there's more girls in a family, there tends to be more affection. But Families have different cultures and different habits. I've seen siblings that like sit on the couch with their arms around each other, which I don't think is that weird. But yeah, they're like routinely kissing their sister on the mouth. I don't think that should go unnoticed. Maybe like, I mean, nieces, like baby nieces and nephews, I can see kissing on the mouth or siblings that are like very young because I kiss like my four and five year old nieces on the lips. Why do we do that? I'm I need somebody to explain that. But yeah, if they are if they are consistently kissing their adult siblings on the lips, I think that that may be time <laughs> to back out of that. But if they just hug a lot, maybe that's not as weird. Okay, next, if he has balls on the back of his truck. <laughs> you guys were probably wondering where I was headed with that. The, those like toy, plastic, whatever they are, rubber balls on like hanging on the back of their truck. I don't mean to generalize, but if they do this, they are definitely racist. I have observed in all my 27 years that those things are typically one and the same. Balls on the back of your truck and racism. I mean, it is science. Okay, I'm just going to take a quick break right here to tell you about this week's sponsor that I love so, so, so much. I have been using Farmer and Chemist products for a few months now, and I love them. You guys have heard me talk about them before. They are by far one of my favorite products to recommend because I have had such a positive experience with them. I use their Steady Going Drops and also their All Is Gel Soft Gel Capsules. These are easy, they're low effort, they're gonna make our holidays a lot calmer, 
and much more balanced. Farmer and Chemist has premium CBD health and wellness products that come in creams, oils, gels, and gummies. This is like no CBD I've ever tried. A lot of CBDs just have very low concentrations of CBD or their hemp oil, which I did not know until I started using Farmer and Chemist that hemp oil is not the same thing. So they have personal consultations with expert pharmacists and pharmacy technicians. They can explain to you how CBD works. These are high quality and registered by the state, and they also have a beautiful storefront. So for a limited time, Bad Broadcast listeners can get 10% off of their products. In store, they can mention Maddie or online at farmerandchemist.com. You can use the code Maddie. 10. These are super high potency. They are really, really, really good quality and they hardly ever go on sale. So if you are wanting to try this CBD, this is your chance. I could not recommend it more and I would not mess around with anything regarding mental health because we all know that I am on my own uphill battle with it. So stop by or shop online and be sure to use the code MADDIE10. All right, let's get back to the X, please. Next submission. She said that her ick is when he doesn't like mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is definitely, ooh, this might be a hot take. Is mac and cheese the most universally loved food? I feel like I've never run into anybody who hates mac and cheese. I get it if it's not your favorite, but very few people have like an aversion to mac and cheese. Well, unless you're dairy intolerant, in which case, I'm really sorry, but Let me know how you feel about that hot take. Everybody loves mac and cheese. I personally hate picky eaters. I know some of you out there are picky eaters and I love you anyways, but I just don't think I could date a picky eater because I I am not too picky. I can usually find something that I love in any genre of food. I just don't really do spice. I'm trying to get better at it though. I'm trying to up my spice game because I, I, I have an aversion to extreme spice. Okay, next ick. She said he left his theater or he left his movie. Oh my gosh. He left his popcorn bucket in the theater because somebody else is paid to do that. Yeah, that strikes me as somebody who treats service staff badly, which is an actual red flag. Anybody who goes out of their way to be mean to waitresses or baristas or anything like that, they're not my people. Okay. (laughs) Covering his ears during a fire drill. If you are trying to get over a guy, just picture him covering his ears during a fire drill and running out of the building with a backpack on. You will instantly hate him. Okay, if he puts ice in his milk, if anybody puts ice in their milk, if anybody drinks milk plain, any type of milk, almond, oat, cow, whatever it is, if you drink milk plain, you wake up and choose violence. That's what you're doing. I don't, especially, oh, what about people who drink milk with Italian food? Doesn't that just strike you as illegal? Like somebody who eats spaghetti and then chugs a, a glass of milk? No, I can't do that. Okay, trying to beatbox. I hate watching people beatbox. I know beatboxing is cool, but I hate watching people do it. And I especially hate watching people do it when they're bad at it. Right along with that. Actually, I don't know if this is right along with that, but it is music related. If their favorite rapper is Macklemore, there are so many legendary rappers in the world, in history. If of all of the options to choose for your favorite rapper, he goes with Macklemore, there's some deep rooted issues there. (laughs) 
I love this one. When everyone at a concert is dancing in a huddle and he's on the outside trying to get involved. <laughs> Dude, just be cool. Back away. You, sh- you don't want to be the guy trying to get into a mosh pit. You want to be the guy who steps back. This goes hand in hand with somebody who tries to tell a joke, but nobody hears it. So he like repeats himself or when somebody tells a joke and nobody hears it and then seeing their reaction. That's a story of my life. I If I had a video camera on me all the time and I saw what I look like when I deliver a joke and either nobody laughs or nobody hears me, I would gross myself out. Okay. I just remembered another one of mine. So I had a big, big, big crush on this kid and he was in one of my classes. So we were at school and he like had picked a zit or something and he kept dabbing the zit with the cuff of his sweatshirt. Do you know what I mean? Like he just kept pressing on it. And so on the cuff of his sweatshirt, there were like nine polka dots of blood and neither of us were acknowledging it. And I just kept, oh my gosh, my lungs were collapsing at how hard I was cringing. I just wanted to be like, dude, go to the bathroom. I have a trick. If you rip a little piece of toilet paper off and stick it on there, it'll stop bleeding. Okay. Stop doing that. But it was awkward. Like now in life, I usually just acknowledge something awkward because I feel like that's the least awkward option instead of just sitting in it. But I had a crush on him. I didn't want to make him feel bad, but I just kept watching him and he kept dabbing it. And I was like, oh my gosh, just stop. After that, I couldn't like him anymore. I really couldn't do it. And the last one of the icks is cowboy boots. These give me the ick, I think, no matter the person, male or female, friend or lover. I would not like it if somebody had a prized possession that was cowboy boots. That's that's alarming. Okay, time to get into the questions that you guys had for me this week. I try and do Q&As on my Instagram pretty often, but that's just because I can't always get to everybody's DMs and I want to make sure I'm answering the questions that you guys have for me. And I just find them to be very, very fun. So the first thing I got asked was, what am I planning on getting Matt for Christmas? So a lot of you probably know this about us by now. We actually don't do gifts of any kind. We don't do birthday, Christmas, or anniversary gifts. And that's just because we would rather put the money towards something else. A lot of times we put that money towards traveling, which we can't do right now, but that is normally where we want to spend it or just doing something together, either getting a hotel somewhere for the night or going to a nice dinner or doing a lot of other experiences together. So I knew that when I got married, I didn't want to do gifts just because I I find it to be more stressful than fun most of the time. So when we got married or we were engaged and we had done like really elaborate birthday and Christmas gifts for each other. And I just sat him down and I was like, I don't want to do gifts. Like, I don't want you to get me a present. I don't want to get you a present. And he was like, perfect, because I didn't want to keep doing this. So we did them at the very beginning, but we no longer do. So we try and do a really nice dinner together for Christmas because we got engaged like the 22nd or the 23rd. I think it was the 22nd we got engaged. So we always do a really nice dinner and maybe like an overnight stay somewhere and then whatever we spent on each other or whatever we would have spent on getting each other a nice gift we put towards our next airline ticket so that's our our little tradition and same with uh birthdays and anniversaries we just we'll go do something together and make a memory if you will okay you guys asked how my piercings are healing i talked about this at the beginning but they are healing very well. Make sure you use saline, not rubbing alcohol like me. Oh, a very common, <laughs> a very common question. Why did Robbie Tripp and Sassy Red Lipstick block me? So let's 
talk about the details of this for a moment. So first of all, they block everybody. If you comment anything that is not positive, they block you. I personally, I won't get into this, but I don't have a lot of positive feedback for things that go on their profiles. So I tagged my friend Jordan in one of his posts and he blocked me. He blocked my personal account. So I used to have an account that was just Maddie Murphy and it was my, I don't use it anymore and it's gone, but he blocked that account. And then I assumed that they just talked to each other and they all blocked the same people because then she blocked me like five minutes later. So now the bad broadcast is blocked because he posted one of his new quote unquote music videos. And I commented, well, he asked in the, in the, in the caption, he says, let me know what you think. So I commented and I just said, Hey, this is bad, which he did ask for feedback. And uh, I said it was bad because it, in my opinion, it was. And so he blocked me and then she blocked me. So I no longer see their their profiles. Luckily, I have you guys that send me a lot of his content, which I don't know how to let you guys know that I'm actually I'm pretty cool with being blocked by him because it's I don't have to see his stuff. And I find Robbie Tripp to be very misogynistic, arrogant, and just all around kind of not my flavor. So luckily he's blocked by, or luckily I'm blocked by him. And you guys, you don't need to, you don't need to send me his stuff. I promise. It's, it's cool. We're, we're all cool. I don't, I don't need to see it. <laughs> okay. Preferred way to eat breakfast sausage. Well, I typically for a breakfast sausage would go for a link. I would not go for a patty. I like pork sausage links with my breakfast. And I actually would choose that over bacon. I like bacon and I would eat either happily, but if they say bacon or sausage, I go sausage. A lot of questions about the airy offline sweats. These sweats are my pride and joy. I spread the good word of these sweats all day, every day. A lot of you have asked me if they have pockets, how they run. Okay, so they don't have pockets, which is kind of a bummer, but I don't really like pockets on my sweats because I sleep in them and I don't like having the bulkiness of a pocket. Also, something to note about the Airy sweats, they run very big. So I would normally maybe buy like an XL in pants if I were buying sweats from somewhere. So from Airy, I got a large and they are still quite loose. For reference, I'm like a size 12 to 14. So a size 12 or a size large is my ideal fit because they're baggy still, but not like drowning me. Okay, this is a this is a cool question. I like this. What do you personally do when you and your husband are down each other's throats? So I want to have Matt back on because I want to do a, a big episode about our marriage and marriage in general. Because when I first got married, I thought that nobody was fighting. I thought that when you get married, you're not supposed to fight with each other. I just thought that once you do fight, then that means that you're not supposed to be together. And I had a very, very weird and skewed view of fighting. I wish that somebody had pulled me aside and said, no, 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 you're going to fight a lot. No matter what, if you lived with just one person for the rest of your life, no matter who it was, you would fight with them. If it was a sibling, a parent, a friend, a husband, no matter what, two humans living together from different backgrounds and different lives are going to find some things to butt heads about. So when Matt and I, to get back to this question, when Matt and I are in a bad fight and we are down each other's throats and we are not listening to each other, something I try and do is I try and change the tone of my voice. 
I, I don't change my point or what I'm arguing, but I just try and take the hostility out of my voice. I have a really intense voice. I have a really loud voice and I can get real snippy very quickly. And it sounds like I'm mad. Sometimes even just when I'm talking about something I'm happy about, I sound mad. Me and all my siblings have this. So you can imagine what get togethers are like. When Matt first uh, met my family, he's like, are you guys all okay? Like, are you, are you mad at each other? I'm like, no, we're all great. But we talk, we talk mad a lot of the time. So I try and change my tone of voice. And then something I try and do is I try and compliment Matt. It's not always easy because sometimes I'm really upset, but I try and, and, and sneak in compliments so I can remind both of us that we are actually in love. So he'll be doing something that bugs me or we'll be in a fight. And I just want to say, okay, I love you. I think you're incredible. I'm very lucky to be married to you. And I try and vocalize that I think we can get through this fight. I want to make that obvious when we are down each other's throats. Like, hey, we can work this out. This has an end game. This has an end point. There is hope in this. (laughs) Do not give up. So if we can just start it, like, even if it's not genuine, I just try and say the words because it gets me into a much kinder headspace and the more kind you are, the quicker the fight will be resolved. I've never, I've never been in a fight with Matt that was solved by us getting more mad at each other. I, 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 maybe that works for people. Maybe that, yeah, I can't imagine that it does. Oh, somebody, somebody asked me, this is one I get quite a bit, where I shop for shoes, because a lot of you know that I'm a size 11, sometimes a 12, depending on the on the brand. And you guys asked where I buy them. So I cannot buy shoes in most stores like any some like sometimes department stores will have size 11 shoes, but any smaller boutique store will never carry a size 11. They will always only go up to 10, sometimes only nine. And when I was younger, I was I would really try and I'd really try and push my foot into that nine or 10 and it just was not happening for me. So I do a lot of online shoe shopping and I also try and just wear comfortable shoes because I'm over, I don't know, I don't wear anything uncomfortable ever. So shoes are definitely included in that. And I'm not, I'm not scared of a good men's shoe. I used to feel very offended when people would be like, oh, you should look in the men's section. I'd be like, okay, rude. But now I buy a lot of men's shoes. Like most of my Nikes or anything like athletic is usually a men's shoe. I wear, okay, also I am on the the Ugg train. I think that we should bring Uggs back. Have you guys seen those ultra low Ugg boots? Oh my gosh, they're so cute. I'm going to get myself some. But yeah, online for sure. I just always sort by, you know, by size. So I don't get my hopes up that they'll have my size in something. And... Yeah, I and also like um I don't know what the category is, but places like Nordstrom Rack, like discount stores, they always have like sections of a ele- they're always sectioned off by shoe size, so I can always go right to the size 11s. But I just had to get over shopping for shoes in person. It's such a bummer. It is such a bummer. One time, okay, I shouldn't say one time because I did this like 3 weeks ago and it was kind of petty, but I just I couldn't help myself. So I looked online for some Doc Martin boots that I wanted. And I saw that my Nordstrom that's near me had them in my size. So I was so excited because I was going to be able to buy them in store and get them the same day, which never happens to me. So I went to the Nordstrom and I went and I said to the lady, hey, online, it says that you have size 11 boots that I've been wanting. And she was like, no, we don't. And I was like, okay, well, online, it says you do. And she was like, well, we don't. And I was like, well, could you go back and check? And she's like, I know what we have and we would never carry an 11 in those. And I was like, 
I have I like triggered me a little bit because I had had that heard that sentence so many times. And I was like, okay, so what happens if I order them from here and I put because you know on Nordstrom you can put pickup in store. I was like, what's gonna happen if I do that? She's like, well, they're they're not gonna it's not gonna go through because we don't carry size eleven in those. And I was like, okay, I was feeling petty, petty LaBelle, and I ordered them on I sat down in the shoe section. I wasn't like mean to her or anything, but it was a little bit passive aggressive of me. I ordered them on my phone for pickup same day. And so I ordered them. I went over to the counter and I was like, hey, I just ordered these online. Can I pick them up? And they were like, yeah, sure. Went to the back. They had the size 11. They brought them out and I put them on. And the lady came up to me and was like, where'd you find those? And I was like, I ordered them online because it said you had them in store and somebody else went back and got them for me. And it was, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not proud of it, but am I proud of it? A little bit. I felt very vindicated because people all the time are like, no, we would never carry your shoe size. Like, no, justice for big feet. Okay. Paris Hilton has a size 11. You don't see anybody making fun of her. Actually, everybody makes fun of her, but not for her shoe size. So I really don't think it's that weird to wear a size 11. There's my shoe. There's my shoe saga. Oh, somebody said, not a question, but I really had you pegged for a dog person, not a cat person. I was not an animal person, actually. And I always thought maybe we would end up getting a dog because Matt really wanted a dog. And we had had some trial runs with some dogs that didn't work out. And also we're in an apartment. So I just felt bad bringing a dog into such a small area where they don't have a yard. I do really, really like dogs. And maybe one day if we ever have a house with a yard, I would get one. But I came around to the idea of a cat because they're so low maintenance. And Matt promised that if we got one, he would do all of the hard stuff, all the litter box stuff, all the vaccinations, all of that. So I was like, okay, fine. If I can just enjoy the presence of the cat without having to do any of the work, I will be okay with this. So I impulsively went and bought a cat from just some random family who was selling them on Craigslist or something. And I did not expect to like my cat as much as I do. I really, really enjoy having a cat. I think another reason why I like cats is because in a lot of ways, I am like a cat. Like I want affection when I choose to have it. I don't want other people to give me affection. It's so funny, actually. Matt will treat Tofu, <laughs> our cat, like me. Like he'll he'll try and snuggle so hard. And I'm like, babe, he doesn't like that because I know that I don't really like to be, I don't like to be surprised smothered either. So I, Tofu and I very, very much relate on that, on that level. But yeah, I really like having him. Also, we found out that he's a half Siamese, so he doesn't shed very much. And that's what I was mainly worried about was the shedding. And he really doesn't. I mean, if you have a lot of black on, you'll get a few hairs on you. But I don't notice a lot of a lot of shedding. So that's like usually the downside of a cat. And I feel like we lucked out there. All right, we will end on this one. Somebody asked me what my thoughts on Gen Z are. Oh, I have a lot of thoughts on Gen Z. I love Gen Z. They are they are anarchists through and through. Like they don't care about anything. And I think it's very admirable. I think they're a little bit more... Um, they're a little bit more enthusiastic about cancel culture and political correctness, which we all know is ruining the comedy industry as we speak. But I think that they are very powerful and I like them. And I like that they're not afraid to have new opinions, 
do new things, speak their mind, stand up for people. I don't feel like millennials really had that. I like being a millennial and I think we made a lot of improvements. And I like Gen Z. I, I wish sometimes I'm very jealous that I'm not Gen Z and I try and like get away with it. Like I'm like, hey, I'm I was born in 93. I'm kind of Gen Z, but I'm absolutely not. I think Gen Z starts in like 1998 or maybe 99. TikTok has given me a, a very close look at Gen Z and their humor is so specific. They're kind of shifting from what we did online, which was we kind of created like the bo- the blogger influencer thing where it was all about curation and wearing makeup and having perfect skin. And Gen Z kind of took that and made their thing relatability. Like if you look at their, I think it was Kate Kennedy who brought that up in our episode. But if you look at the really famous Gen Z kids like the D'Amelios or other kids like that, they're super really, I mean, they wear sweats, which I know it doesn't seem like a big deal, but nobody I knew was wearing sweats. Like when we were in high school, nobody was making that cool. It was like grungy and gross. They just, they're very relatable. They don't wear a lot of makeup. They just seem very normal. I mean, I just, I like that they value that over maybe being perfectly curated and posed and filtered and edited. So I like Gen Z. I think we could learn a lot from them. Are we going to do one more? Okay, I'll do one more. Oh, this one's kind of fun. It says, what is a typical, what does a typical day look like for you? I will tell you, this is kind of how my day goes. So I wake up, I like to wake up early, but some days I don't, but my ideal time to wake up would maybe be like 6.30. And I put my workout clothes on, not necessarily because I'm going to work out, but that's just, that's where my mind goes. So I do my morning routine, teeth, brush, face wash, sunscreen, all of that, put my workout clothes on. Then I make breakfast. I love all breakfast foods. It's my favorite meal and I love to I love to make breakfast. <laughs> Sometimes I like talk about things and there's no way that this is interesting to people. But anyways, I love to make breakfast. Breakfast that I normally have, I like yogurt, fruit and granola. I also like soft boiled eggs. You guys know I am the master of soft boiled eggs, so I love to do that with some toast. Or if we have something special that I got, like sometimes I'll do pancakes. It varies. The only thing I don't do for breakfast is oatmeal. I will never eat oatmeal willingly unless it's in a cookie. So I have breakfast and then I will drive to the gym. I don't always make it inside, but I do always make that drive. I make it to the gym parking lot and let's just, let's go with it that I actually worked out. I don't love working out in a mask. So that's why I don't usually go to the gym. Sometimes I'll do something at home instead. But if I go to the gym, I wear a mask. I'm very safe. I sanitize everything and I'll do a workout. And then I will usually come to Kiln, which is where I record all of my episodes. But I like to also write here. I like to sit down and I like to write just whatever comes to mind. Sometimes it's like journal. Sometimes it's plans for a new episode or sometimes it's just nonsense. So I do that. I try and work on like content or whatever. And then I will go home or go to the store. I'd like to go to the store periodically throughout the week rather than just do one big grocery haul. I just don't know how people do it with one grocery haul a week. I like to go and just get a couple things for the meal I'm going to make that day. So then I go home. Matt and I will usually have like a late lunch together. And then I will do whatever is required of me that day. Like if it's sometimes I go watch my nieces and nephews, sometimes I'll need to work on something for a partnership or an ad. Sometimes I have a meeting with somebody or whatever. I usually try and do those in the afternoon. And then Matt and I will meet back up. We cook dinner together and then we do something together. Sometimes we go 
out on a walk. Sometimes we'll go... Right now, we're kind of in a phase where we're redoing a lot of our home decor. So we'll go look at rugs or whatever it is that day. And then we always end the day watching TV. We end every single day like that. Isn't everybody doing that? I feel like everybody is ending their day with watching TV. We usually go with The Office, but right now we're in our Star Wars marathon, of course. So we've been watching those. And my that's like a very, that's like that day is pretty normal, but my days are all over the place because now my job is the bad broadcast, which requires a lot of different things to do. Like some days I'm doing merch stuff or talking to people about collaborations or all of that good stuff. So yeah, my days typically focus around what meals I'm cooking, what I'm eating, and what I can do to provide good content for you guys because that's what I love to do. So Thank you for the questions. Let me know if you guys have anything else for me. And yes, subscribe, rate, review. Did I hit everything on my list for this week? Let's check out my outline that I never, ever, ever follow. Oh, just I was going to tell you guys about future episodes. We're going to do best and worst Christmas songs, best and worst Christmas treats, family drama. We're getting into all of the good and badness of the holidays. So I will see you guys next week. Please have a wonderful, wonderful, safe week. And if you're not feeling the Christmas spirit, totally fine. You don't have to feel in the Christmas spirit. We accept all attitudes here, good and bad. So have a great week. I love you so much. Bye. (laughs) 